a show for the Monero community where all are welcome to join. From noob to maxi, no matter what bags you hold. Just sit back and relax to the sweet sounds of Monero's latest progress. Or if you're feeling inspired, join us on stage. Remember, the only thing that can stop Monero is a false belief that it can be stopped. And if you want to win the revolution faster, we recommend you remove your XMR from all custodial exchanges immediately. Warning, boating accidents are common around here. Don't forget to properly secure your private keys. Monerotopia starts now. All right. What's going on? Hey. Can you guys hear us? How's our sound? Sounds good. Yeah, sounds good. He was just trying to make you bigger. You guys can uh, tweet it out and everything on your end because I know we started late. So if you kind of like retweet it all and put it on Twitter, put it on uh, Telegram, let's get it out there. Sure. Because right now, do we have anybody in here? I can't. Well, I can't see on this. Oh, yeah, we got some people. Okay. Well, we made it. We're here. <laughs> Alessandro. Yes. It all, it, it all started with this gentleman over here. Guys, uh, you've seen him on Monerotopia before. And now I came to actually meet him in person. And he's far exceeded all my expectations with everything he's done here. And just as a person himself, ama- an amazing individual. Uh, it's amazing to see the amount of effort he's put into Monero and the project and really his community here. He's really a community builder, first and foremost. Monero just happens to be the tool that he's using right now for it. Alessandro, do you want to quickly introduce yourself for those that are meeting you for the first time? You might want to hold the mic and talk into it. I guess Tux and whatnot, let us know if, if his sound is okay. Yeah, you might want to hold hold okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Bueno, eh, mi nombre es Alessandro, Alessandro Dimitruk. Tengo 26 años. He nacido acá, criado aquí. My name is Alessandro Dimitruk. I am years old. I was born and raised here. Soy soy de aquí. Soy jugador del Club Atlético Libertad. Soy un joven estudiante, eh, trabajador, apicultor. I'm from here. I'm a, uh, I'm a player at Club Libertad. I'm a young worker and uh, yeah, apicultor. Like yeah. he, um, he has a bee farm. Y y nada, administrador de Club Libertad y maximalista de Monero. And he runs Club Libertad and Monero Maxi. All right, good, good, good. Now we need you to introduce yourself. Okay. Other, other than being the uh, interpreter. Yeah, I'm today. the interpreter now. Um, but yeah, I'm Capu. Um, I'm a programmer. I like to understand how com- computers work. I think Sunita has, has tagged me on, on Twitter. If anyone of you wants to, wants to get in touch with me, uh, I just came here to Ibarreta because I don't know, someone told me on La Bitcoin about this town and that you could actually uh, uh, pay for a hotel stay in Monero. So I just came to see, to check things out. Uh, ver cómo están las cosas en, en, Ibarreta, en Ibarreta. Yeah, I think it's pretty cruel. I mean, we met less than a week ago. Yeah. We were having so, some beers. Yeah, we uh, actually... S- some other things, enjoying ourselves, <laughs> enjoying each other's company, talking ideas and whatnot. And we got very excited. And he said... Right, I don't know. He's like, I'm co- I'm coming with you. Yeah, I'm coming with um, you to Ibereta. I'll buy I'll buy my plane ticket tomorrow. We go together. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, hey. I don't know if you guys could see. Um, Tux, hey, can you guys, can you guys see the field? 
Uh, yeah, we can see it. It's a little <laughs> low res, but we can we can tell. Uh, we've got stuff back there. That's like the field, and that's the stadium all the way back there, right? Yeah, that's the stadium. That's the field. Yeah, cool. We're gonna have guys showing up to actually play an exhibition game. They just happen to be playing. Oh, right that's now. awesome! You guys got a really good spot to sit down and kind of do that. Well, if you if you were if you could see what we're actually sitting on right now, uh, it's not exactly OSHA, right? No, <laughs> OSHA it's, not, it's not that at all. Um, there we're, are no railings. I mean, if someone some of us were to swing back in our chair, we would. Yeah, be, I'm like, sitting on the edge of a spine. like a 15 foot roof here. Um, well, that's Argentina, not America. It's okay. Yes, and it's amazing that he uh, he was able to arrange this. So we have we have internet plugged in oh, here. We have Douglas power. Agradecimiento al señor Sergio. Ah, oh, muchas gracias. Gracias, Sergio. The the owner of the home <laughs> is saying hello to us. Thank you very much. Yeah. Muchas gracias. Yeah, this is the uh, like a half built balcony of just mm -hmm. a neighbor of it's, the club. Yeah, it's private property. In front, and he actually lent out this part of yeah. of his house to. Oh, that's super awesome. I mean, these are the types of things that Aless Alessandro is able to do here. He he knows everybody in the community. He connects people, puts people together. He gets people it's excited about things. Even this, he was able to arrange to get us, put our studio temporarily here at this or person's house across from the, from the stadium. Um, and yeah, I haven't said enough about this guy yet either. Just amazing individual. The fact that he's willing to just jump on a plane with me, come up here. We had fantastic conversation on the plane. I tried to record a lot of it. I realized after, I think I was like turning it off yeah, for some we, of it. Yeah, we lost like 10%. Yeah, okay. but it was and fantastic. And we got another plane back. And I've been recording this entire time. Uh, I put some stuff up on Twitter, but it's just hard to find the right times to post things. But after the fact, I want to put together an, like a 45-minute summarizing the entire trip here. Um, it has been amazing, right, I'd say? Yeah, has, it, has, it, has it met your expectations of what yeah. it was talked up to be? Yeah. From the moment we rolled into town here... Monero was in the air. He took us to the local. Uh, well, first stop was the hotel, right? Right as you pull into town, first stop, get out the hotel, paid for Monero with the hotel. No problem. It wasn't like they never heard of Monero. Obviously, it's from this gentleman over here. They they very much had heard of Monero. The, um, the son who helps run the hotel uses Monero. So he whipped out his cake wallet right there. I could see he had, he had like, he already had Monero on his wallet. It wasn't like, you know, he's just going to do his first transaction for the first time. Like you could tell they were already like accustomed to using crypto and Monero in particular. We paid, we paid for our hotel. This is at like, I don't know, 7 PM at night. Then from there, we, he takes us to the bodega in town where they were also very familiar with Monero. They had hanging up in the in the bodega, we accept Monero. We went, Alessandro had an, a, a beautiful idea where we would purchase a bunch of items. Maybe, you know, maybe we don't need everything from the bodega right now because we're just visiting, but his idea was let's buy a lot of things and then we can donate them to people in need in the neighborhood, which is exactly what we did. I think it was a beautiful idea. We bought a ton of stuff, right? We got, uh, I don't know, we got, we got, we got pasta. We got we we got tallow, we got basic things, we got oil, we got everything uh, that people might need to for their basics around here to live. We purchased that. Then from there, where'd we go after that? Um, we actually got went the, to the field. The field. We uh, went to the field yesterday. Yes. Um, like after the after the supermarket. Um, and then the beauty salon. The beauty. Store. Yeah, we went to a, to a beauty salon where they uh, they accept Monero and they. Yes. Now, mind you, all these all these people obviously know Alessandro. They're all you know they've all been onboarded already yes. to Monero. Um, 
<laughs> What's that? The, the boss's specialties to uh, yeah. onboard. Yeah. I bought a bunch of things at the at the beauty at the beauty supply store for Sunita. Not that she needs beauty supplies; she's already beautiful enough. But I, yeah. I I bought her some things that might accentuate her beauty. And you're ruining the surprise <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> um, and that was that. I think. What did we do after that? I think feel like there we was went, more. We uh, like we called up the this burger place. Oh, right. Yeah, and it was really nice. Where where the like the actually delivery guy got uh, charged us in Monero on delivery, and when we asked, he was actually pretty based because when we asked him what was like how many how much it was in pesos, he actually didn't know because he had all of the accounting for his uh, for his pizza and burger place just uh, laid out in U.S. dollars. Like he's gonna he's not gonna even deal with the inflation thing. Right. He was he was very accustomed to to dealing with Monero. We went to Alessandro's house. We watched the football game. We watched uh, Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay, or Uruguay. Oh, I, I have to stop making that mistake. Uh, Uruguay won, right? Actually, yeah. but we were hanging out with the guy from Uruguay who's not here right now, so he was very happy. Uh, and then the food showed up, delivered, paid for with Monero. They delivered it in you know the typical delivery bags, big Monero sticker on it. Uh, with the Monero QR code to, to pay to pay the bill, so that was all last night. Within like within three hours, we had made like four major Monero transactions. Right, hotel, food, beauty supplies, grocery store. So it's real. It's real. That's also, awesome. Yeah. So um, Monero is like really big in that community, or just in Formosa in general. Uh, and it's mostly this community. Just this community. Alessandro could go into detail of, of, of why that might be. I mean, we've talked about it on the show before, but yeah, you might. Preguntó el monero es usado más que en las demás, que, que alrededor en Formosa y que vos te It's really because of him. O sea, la adopción en sí como se la ve es aquí en Ibarreta. El objetivo mío. This kind of adoption, you can only... El objetivo es eh, llevarlo a las otras ciudades y en la también en la capital. Tengo el, la capacidad de gestión para eso. Solamente falta la, la capacidad financiera para llevarlo a cabo. He can he can manage, uh, like... Conozco las vías, falta el tren. <laughs> He kind of uh, he, he knows the railways that will get us there. He's only lacking the the train. And yeah, we, we've been we've been talking about this. We've been talking about a lot of ideas. But yeah, one of the things Alessandro wants to do is possibly do like a fundraiser, or a Kuno, or a community fundraiser to raise funds to level up this idea, to scale it up, to scale it up beyond this town, grow, grow it here in this town further. Uh, and then continue to, to take it beyond throughout all of Formosa to all the towns. Um, that's going to take, it's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take a lot of effort, but he's proven that he has the ability to do it. It's really, at the end of the day, it's his social skills. Much like people say, Doug, Doug is able to get anybody to accept Monero, uh, which I do in New York. I do. Alessandro is just as good, if not better, I'd say, because, you know, people really then appreciate it and keep it. It's different here, right? It's different than in New York. In New York, we kind of get people to do it. They do it for fun. They're not really doing it out of necessity. Here, they're doing it out of, wait, you're telling me there's some alternative, something that's better than the peso. It's super cheap to send. And when I receive it, it's not going to plummet in, in value overnight like the peso. So because of that need and then because of his ability to basically express it and explain the technology, 
people here are open to try it out. Not to mention the whole gambling aspect, but we could get into that after. Yeah, we, after giving all the news. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I could ask if you had any uh, any question for Alessandro. I mean, you could tell you could tell basically uh, tell him what I just said. Um, but I guess the the next question is is what he would be thinking or looking to do to scale it up and take it grow it here in Iberetta and then how he envisions growing it in other towns. ¿Cómo te imaginas qué acciones te imaginas que tomarías para aumentar la adopción de Monero en Ibarreta en particular y cuál es tu visión para eh, para llevarlo adelante en otros en otros lugares en la región? Acá aquí en Ibarreta eh, básicamente es en términos de adopción de comercios es algo que se fue traído por la comunidad de Monero no estaban mis planes. Here in Ibarreta, in terms of uh, the merchants actually taking Monero, it was, um, ¿cómo, ¿cómo dijiste? Que la adopción de, de los comerciantes fue idea de la comunidad de Monero, pero la adopción orgánica fue de los usuarios mismos para apostar en su momento. Like, the idea for merchants to adopt uh, Monero on their stores was kind of, kind of from the Monero community, but the idea to actually start using Monero in this town is to eh, was related to gambling. Eh, más eh, la adopción en sí va a seguir creciendo aquí. ¿Por qué? Porque existe lo que acá conocemos como el boca a boca. Y al tener personas ya lúcidas manejando la, lo que es Monero, usar Monero, enviar como puede ser mi hermano, mi primo, chicos del club allá que, que ya tienen un, un uso bastante amplio de Monero. Here adoption continue uh, on a word of mouth basis because uh, everybody knows someone who who can use or uses Monero and there are people all throughout the community who are already on board with it. Aquí ya no hay que forzar nada, aquí hay que dejar que todo fluya y con el pasar del tiempo se van a ver mucho más resultados seguramente en un año. Esto esto comenzó en abril y miren, ya estamos en, en noviembre. El año que viene seguramente esto se va a duplicar y yo ya estaré mostrando cosas en otras ciudades. Y con respecto a eso... Here in Ibarreta, um, the adoption is more a thing of uh, letting, letting, people, uh, letting people be, letting things flow. Um, and we already made a lot of progress since, uh, since April where this whole thing started. And we are going to... Um, and now he's going to talk about more about the, the rest of the region. Más la idea de presentar esto en otras ciudades y generarlo como adopción, como un comienzo, es encontrar y preparar un Alessandro, que yo conozco un Alessandro por cada pueblo, que creo que tiene la capacidad y tiene la, la misma, las mismas ideas que yo. His idea is to find or more well prepare because he already knows one Alessandro in each of the neighboring towns uh, who can actually um, bootstrap the community in other places. No solamente en cada ciudad se necesita una persona con carisma, que tenga llegada a diferentes sectores de edades, sea grande, chico, jóvenes. Yeah, in, every, in every community you need someone with a good... Uh, charisma, right? With good charisma, yeah. with, good, uh, with a good reach into the community to have someone uh, be able to um, 
to properly have a voice both with young people and with older people. Y esto, esto va a generar que la gente tenga confianza en esa persona porque esa persona lo único que está queriendo es darle oportunidades, que conozca nuevas herramientas, nuevas tecnologías, que aquí estamos lejos de ese aprendizaje, pero que ellos, si tienen la posibilidad de aprenderlo, lo van a hacer con, con todo el cariño y con toda la predisposición, como aquí. And then by having people trust uh, and know their, like their towns, Alessandro, by... Uh, they are going to be able to start um, to to start uh, adopting Monero because they're uh, because of their trusting him conocer el valor de las personas para mí es la base principal de de todo de toda adopción que pueda haber de Monero aquí y en las otras ciudades en el trabajo que yo haga grasping the value the, the value of the people is something uh, that i consider essential for um for adoption of Monero here and anywhere else. I think now might be a good time to talk about the idea we have tying in football, right? Uh, so, uh, ahora es un momento para hablar de la, de la idea que teníamos well, respecto well, al fútbol. Okay. One, one, okay. Of the, one, of the, yeah, one of the thoughts, which I think is really also kind of what inspired you to come on this trip, right? Was in, in our talking, we threw out the idea of uh, Copa Monero, right? Yes. So the Monero Cup, uh, a, a football tournament where the prize would be uh, a large a, a relatively large amount of Monero that would go to the winning team maybe to other teams as they level up in the tournament we were trying to think how how we could how we could do this and the effects it might have in in, in growing Monero and Alessandro is saying it might be as simple as teaming up with an existing tournament that already exists and getting them essentially allow uh um getting them to agree to call it the Copa Monero it would be part of the the league that he is in and uh getting them to agree to give out this Monero prize and the the real goal here would be to do what was done here and but to spread it out through all the surrounding towns through soccer through football and through this tournament where teams come together they compete for six months, I think he said something like 13 teams. We broke down the numbers of how much it would cost. There would be some expenses, but it's not that unreasonable. The largest expense would be the Monero prize at the end. Uh, but the end result is all 13 teams, all 13 areas would be exposed to Monero and competing to win Monero for, for, for the prize, for the Copa Monero. I'll, habló de la, de la idea de hacer de que la comunidad de Monero sponsoree a la copa que ya se está jugando y que la nombren la copa Monero y le agreguen el, el premio Monero eh, y que la idea sería eh, que cuentes un y que hicimos la estimación más o menos de cuánto saldría eso que fue todo lo que hicimos en el viaje uh -huh. y cuán, tu idea la idea sería que comentes más o menos cuáles son tus planes para, para, el, para lograr eso en la liga actual eh, bien, eh, no es un trabajo fácil, ¿no? es un trabajo arduo de negociaciones con, con gente que está a cargo de la, de la organización del torneo al ser una liga afiliada a la Asociación del Fútbol Argentino Profesional. Es un trabajo arduo porque tienes que tener a la gente involucrada en la local league y en la AFA. Pero así como el club tuvo la predisposición para dejarme actuar, la liga de fútbol de aquí también va a darme toda la predisposición y el apoyo, estoy seguro. 
Porque... But in the same way that the local, the local team gave, gave, uh, trusted in me to give, uh, to start this, uh, I believe that um, the, the local league will be able to, uh, to see the impact that I can have as well. Y porque ven el, ven el potencial que yo le estoy dando al club, al club junto con la comunidad de Monero, junto con las marcas que se quieren sumar. Eh, junto con Trocador, con Cake, son los primeros, van a ser los primeros de muchos y va a salir, va a salir y si no sale, que es muy difícil, eh, se hará igual porque la gente es libre y a la gente le encanta el deporte, a la gente le encanta Monero, se va a hacer. Acomodé lugar, será. Um, the Monero community can unlock with this, um, with by doing on the other clubs by doing things similar to this one, and uh, with the support of all the of all the sponsors that uh, actually uh, can make these things happen. Eh, y nada dentro de todo lo que es la la Copa Monero, el trofeo el trofeo se llamará eh, Monero Topia. In this Monero Cup, the, the actual trophy would be called Monero Topia. La idea. No, no, no. Be the Copa Monero. La Copa. No, Copa. la Copa es Copa, pero no, el, el trofeo también lleva un nombre. El trofeo también lleva un nombre aparte. Do they? Yes, okay. yes. We'll, we'll figure that part out. Well, la... I always thought it was like the World Cup, and then they call it the, the World Cup. Cuando tenés el, el, la Copa del Mundo. Ajá. No es que te llevas la Copa. Y es la Copa del Mundo. <laughs> wow, ¿verdad? Eh, sí, eh, pero aquí It's... nos manejamos. O sea, en todo el fútbol argentino se suele poner un nombre también al trofeo aparte. Tenemos esa cultura. Lo decidirá la comunidad. De, 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 de decisión of community. Hola chicos. Saludos a los chicos. Hola. Eh, y, y, y básicamente también. Pero eh, Monerotopia will be tied in because the idea is. It's now, uh, what is today? Today is November, like November 17th. Um, anybody who's been following the show closely, we were just at La BitConf and we announced there that it seems like we'll be doing the next Monero Topia in Buenos Aires a year from now alongside La BitConf. And so with that will be the finals to Copa Monero, right? That the final, the final match, the crescendo of Copa Monero will happen alongside Monero Topia. 2024. La idea es que vamos a hacer eh, en Buenos Aires. Vamos a hacer Monerotopia la convención un, dentro de un año, al, más o menos a la vez que la BitConf, y la idea es que el campeón, la idea es que crezca el eh, que crezca el entusiasmo por la por, por Monerotopia al mismo tiempo que por la Copa Monero. Okay. Y qué más que el Club Libertad para promover. Qué, qué más que el Club Libertad para promover eso. Eh? De, de pasión por deporte y pasión por Monero ya como lo está realizando. Oh, yes. Like passion for Monero and passion for football. Oh, 100%. It's go I mean club hopefully you guys win the, the Copa Monero. Yeah. <laughs> Vamos a hacer todo lo posible para que Libertad sea el campeón de la Copa Monero. Yes. Van a tener que entrenar día y noche. Everything that it takes to make uh, Libertad de Copa Monero and they're going to train day and night. Más well, eh, this... wow. agregar eh, de garantía va a ser lo mejor que yo voy a dar de mí en términos de mostrar a la comunidad de Monero, a mostrar toda lo, la publicidad necesaria para que todos se sientan parte de él. Él tiene una parte con la comunidad de Monero para mostrar 
like to give the space to all the to everyone who wants to uh, publicize on the tournament uh, so everybody can feel that they are part of it lo vamos a cansar por monero town telegram twitter eh, instagram eh, youtube eh, i'm just trying to move this a little bit can you guys can you guys see tux can you guys see the field a little better now I just want to show uh, for yeah yeah i can see the field a little bit better i see the the yeah, players so in the back I So uh, it, it's come a long way. You can see the lights. Can you see the lights up? Se aprecia el logo de Monero. No. Alessandro, after he started putting work into the field and he painted it with Monero colors, um, the government came and put lights up. So he thinks it's because of what he what he was doing there. They saw that improvements were being made, and I think it's almost like they just they just wanted to be a part of it. They did, they, I think they just wanted some of the, the credit. I mean, the Alessandro did something like, good, but there's yeah, always an ulterior motive. They even put lights up once they <laughs> saw that it was being <laughs> things were being done on, on their own without the without the government. And look at popular. And look at this popular. You should show the other bleachers, like the old ones. Rotate, oh, like, behind. Rotate. No, the ones that are there. Were oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the old bleachers. I don't know if you guys can see over there. Oh yeah, I can barely see, but yeah. Right, and then the new bleachers are back there. You could fit 700 people. He was saying on the on those bleachers over there, and then obviously, uh, if you wanted to pack the house, you could have people all around the field, which is the hope, the thinking with Copa Copa Monero, the the finals or whatever it is, the semifinals will be taking place here at this field at Libertad. Um, I guess. Something else that I was impressed to learn by Club Atletico Libertad. I just thought it was something that uh, Alessandro started himself. I I knew the field had been here, but I thought he started the CAL. Um, but it's actually been around since like the 1950s or 60s. And it was named Libertad because somebody started this soccer club in protest, I believe, to another club. They wanted it to be more open to participants Maybe he could explain that. But it just really ties into the whole Liberty ethos. Sí, 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 sí. Ayer ya se lo contaba a los chicos, a Dux, a Ernesto, a Capu, que el Club Atlético Libertad se fundó en 1958, el 23 de marzo de 1958. This club was founded on the eh, on on 1958. Eh, y había en ese entonces el club libertad se fundó por el hecho de que había un monopolio en términos de competencia oficial y había un solo club que podía competir a nivel oficial contra los otros las otras ciudades. Able to to participate and to play competitively and who didn't. Entonces un club de un club un grupo de personas inmigrantes. Este es una, un pueblo que está fundado por inmigrantes. Eh, tomó la decisión de de traer a todos los chicos que no eran tan buenos futbolísticamente y fundar el club Libertad para darle la oportunidad que que tengan de jugar ya que en el único club que había para competir oficialmente eh, no se podía. Migrants uh, actually got together and founded this uh, this club to give everyone who wasn't able to, who couldn't make it, to play in the other club to be able to play. Mas, eh, 
Yo lo comentaba ayer que me estudié un poco de historia, de history, y sucedió un hecho muy interesante que el mes de la fundación... Y eso es por eso tuvo la libertad, ¿cierto? Sí, porque ha hecho que todo el mundo libre de jugar. Se llama Libertad, pero ahora va a hablar sobre el contexto se puso a hacer un poquito de investigación, leer un poco la historia del mundo en ese momento. Sí, y ese año sucedió la, la primera confiscación de oro por parte de un banco de depósitos en oro y coincidió justo con la creación del Club Libertad y que hoy el Club Libertad en día está usando y promoviendo una herramienta tan poderosa para la persona que quiere ser libre como es el uso de monero. On that same month, same year, it was the first ever um, like uh, it was the first ever time that a, a, a bank sis uh, el banco confiscó el oro de alguien o le confiscó. Okay, it was the first time ever that a bank uh, confiscated the gold of its um, of its clients. Where? Uh, I think it was in London. Yo tengo una pregunta para hacerle a Dux. ¿Qué sintió ayer eh, por la noche cuando llegó al estadio, se prendieron las luces y vio verídicamente la, la tribuna, la construcción? Sensaciones. Excitement, excitement for the full potential of, of what this can be. And uh, seeing it actually come to fruition with my own eyes, knowing that, like I was saying yesterday, knowing that this didn't come out of um, fiat, right? Literally in terms of fiat dollars and figuratively in terms of being imposed by some, some government or created by something, somebody coming here and, and telling you to do this. You guys did this out of your own fruition and you built the quote unquote Monero Stadium and it actually evolved out of a real world need, whether it's for gambling or what it was, you guys somehow naturally organically came across Monero, decided to start using it. And here here we had a field that just kind of blossomed like a like a rose in a desert out of nowhere. Due to Monero, so I just felt like for the first time I was actually witnessing Monero achieving its its best possible outcome, which is true organic adoption among normal people that just see a purpose and need and a reason for use. And this was the ultimate end of veía, that. Eh, ver el propósito final de Monero, que es que gente que no recibe que que, que esto no salió de, de, de fiat en el sentido de que no salió de un dinero estatal y tampoco salió de eh, que fue impuesto sobre la gente, sino que eh, Monero le permitió a la comunidad eh, poder lograr las cosas que querían hacer, sea la timba o sea... El o sea, uso sea, libre, ese es el, el uso, uso libre. Ya. Ya. Y esto es solo el paso uno, ¿verdad? Puedo imaginar lo que será. Whether it's 
the finals of Copa Monero or whatever it becomes. I know you have so much more potential here with Monero. So I'm excited to see what it, what it turns into. Very excited. Eh, y sabe que esto solo es el primer paso y que tiene, um, está muy emocionado por todo el potencial que puede tener la Copa Monero y cómo se va a ver esto todo, dentro de un año en las finales. Todo lo que se imagina, eso se va a lograr porque... Todo lo que se imagina, eso se va a lograr porque yo también lo visualizo así. Y igual con la misma emoción y con el mismo fervor que, que Dux. Por ahí un poco... Eh, la gente acá es muy tímida, no sé si lo notaron, muy sumisa, pero no se imaginan que todos están contentos, ustedes están pasándose fotos suyas, todo el pueblo, tenemos visitantes de otros lados, se están pasando, me mandan fotos, y no, o sea, están todos muy contentos con su visita, hay una persona de Estados Unidos que está visitando acá el pueblo, ¿qué, qué? y se mandan por todos los chats por todos los grupos. We're actually, What's that? We're actually a bit of a commotion. We're like, a bit of a commotion. People, uh, yeah, people are actually like passing around pictures of us, like, hey, this American came here. We definitely stick out. We definitely yeah. stick out. Over con, here. Lo que, con lo que vio con la panadería, con la señora que when se you, quería sacar fotos. Es lo que toda la gente está hablando. Que is what, what everyone can is talking about. What, what did you think? When you saw me walk out of the airport to greet you, what, what was what was? ¿Qué pensaste vos cuando eh, saliste? Eh, nos viste salir del aeropuerto. Eh, que estaban locos, que estaban locos de de venir viajar cientos de kilómetros a un lugar eh, desconocido al, al corazón del Mercosur. <risa> Pasar por todo el Imperio del Verde por la ruta que Dux quedó impresionado de tanto verde. Y nada, y la, la alegría de poder conocerlo y de que vengan dos personas de la comunidad a ver lo verídico aquí, personas que lo veían desde tan lejos esta tribuna cuando yo mostraba el proceso de la tribuna que trabajábamos con él y que pueda haberlo hecho realidad aquí, que pueda sentir, palmar. And the, the joy to be someone from the community from far away to come here and actually be able to see and to feel and actually stand in the in the bleachers that uh, that were were actually painted by the by the Monero community. Fantastic. I see uh, people commenting on on the mate. Yes. Tereré. Yeah, it's not mate, guys. Es un tereré de, de agua, ¿no? Agua. Es tereré de jugo y estás en un lugar que si tomas tereré de jugo te miran re mal. Es, una de... es mala palabra, es una ofensa. Which anybody at Monero so, and, sí. knows uh, tereré. Anybody hey, Kipiro, could you stick your mic up just a little bit more? saying, I will definitely be there. So you have... Well, Gambat's going to come visit. I don't know if you ever communicated with him, but he's, he's local to Argentina. Um, que Gombats va a venir, no sé si alguna vez hablaste con él, pero el chabón es local de acá. Sí, 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 sé que es de aquí y lo, lo esperamos, lo esperamos. Eh, ¿Qué le pareció Argentina hasta ahora? O sea, Buenos eh, Aires. ¿Qué piensas de Buenos Aires? Oh, I love it. I, I spoke about this last time. I mean, I, I think it's amazing. Uh, the people, the people are so kind. The food, uh, the culture. It's a little warm. It's a little warm here in, in, in this part, in this part of the country. Yeah, um, But it's not nearly as uh, unbearable as it was described to me. I think it's actually it's actually quite nice. I could get used to this. La cultura, la comida, el hecho de que todos son son muy amables. Eh, le gustó eso y le parece eh, si le parece que hace calor. 
pero ahora se maneja. Se va adaptando a poco, va aclimatándose al clima tropical de Formosa. You're getting used to the tropical climate. I am, I am. I feel like the people in Argentina really have their priorities straight with, with the things that are important. Food, family, friends, you know, and then, and then work and, you know, things that really don't matter as much. Creo I feel like their priorities la, are straight. Tenemos las prioridades bien en orden. La familia, los amigos, la comida y después el trabajo y las cosas como que son... Muy tradicionales somos. Muy tradicionales. We're very traditional. Yes, which is, you're, you're wise, right? Uh, Americans are, aren't Some often as, as wise. Uh, hold on, there's, there's another thing that, uh, that I wanted to comment. Someone on the chat asked that uh, we should sell the jerseys for the club. Tipo, alguien en el chat dijo yes. en castellano uh -huh. que deberían vender los, los jerseys para el club. Y el, los jerseys están a la venta, están en Monero Market. Yes. Se los vende y se los manda él personalmente. Like, jerseys are actually for sale. There are personalized versions. Ya, and, and, ya, ya se han enviado a Texas, Suiza, eh, Los Ángeles, Alaska. And they, yeah, they have been sent to all of the Well, da la vuelta. Two man. There it goes. The best player of Monero. <laughs> all right. Ah, y que... I put it on, but I don't una, una, una primicia que voy a lanzar la, las chombas de libertad de vestir con los sponsors de Keiki Trocador en un nuevo modelo eh, mucho más eh, cómo se dice? cómo se diría elegante formal para salidas he's he's actually gonna launch this is a, a breaking news and announcement actually gonna launch the like collar shirts for Libertad with the uh, with the both sponsors and they're gonna be a bit more um, a bit less sporty and a bit more like casual, a bit more formal wear. Más, quería hacer un, una, un anuncio más. Eh, yo no tuve tiempo ahora con la llegada de ustedes de publicar, salvo retuitear y algo más desde la cuenta del, del club. He didn't really have much time to, um, eh, to do social media stuff for the club since he, we've been here other than retweeting our stuff. Eh, les pido a los que estén viendo y seguramente lo van a retuitear después que me sigan en mi cuenta personal que la idea a partir de, de ahora es en lo que es adop, adopción y buscar en otros pueblos nuevos adoptantes de Monero, eh, llevarlos desde mi cuenta personal y que el Club Libertad se, se adhiera mucho más a lo que es el deporte ya, okay. que sea el club oficial de la comunidad. Que wants the community to follow his personal account, which is cuenta personal. Alessandro DKT, Alessandro con doble S DKT. Alessandro L A L E S S two times A N D R O D K T Alessandro de Cate eh, y nada y que ahí van a ver todo el trabajo en parte lo que es de con la adopción ya no quería más mezclar tanto el tema de los comercios y demás. The idea is to have the Club Libertad account focus on the, on the club and the sport and for his account to focus on adoption of Monero locally. And in the neighboring communities. Y también para que puedan apoyar, ahí tienen una dirección de BitPay, todos bienvenidos acá. No, no, somos, eh, no, son, no somos gente rica y todos los que van al Club Libertad van para esos chicos que ven ahí, para todos los que tienen problemas médicos después de los partidos. Douglas lo sabe por la cancha que la vio ayer. Va todo lo que sean donaciones, lo que sobró, se, se lo deriva a esos chicos. Donations are actually um, used for healthcare of the players sometimes, uh, with all the um, 
uh, they sometimes need a bit of this and a bit of that after after the match uh, playing on such a rough uh, field with Douglas, which Douglas has seen. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that could definitely use improvement. The field itself, if you get some uh, some better grass growing. I know you guys have tried it in the past, but maybe there are things you can do if you had the right resources. Yeah, so if any Monero grass growers want to <laughs> wants to grow that other kind of grass over there <laughs> and, and wants to contribute, then it's it's very appreciated. The Monero field of dreams. So Tux, why don't you go ahead and run the price report with Body, and we'll take a little break on our end and try to fix the sound if we can, because then we can do viewers on stage if people want to interact with us and ask Alessandro questions and talk about Copa Monero and all, all these things we're talking about. Yeah, we can. The Monerotopia Price Report segment is sponsored by Local Monero. Avoid using KYC exchanges. Buy and sell Monero directly for fiat, peer-to-peer. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, great. I, think, um, I, think I bet they've got like a button on their soundboard or something that's just like that mutes the, their incoming. Probably. How are you doing? Good, man. How about yourself? Doing all right. It's been a, a little, little bit of price action this week. What do you think? Yeah, it, it was a little bit more boring this week than um, weeks previously. Kind of, uh, it looks like things want to take a break, maybe consolidate. Um, I still think the charts look optimistic, but there's um, there's some interesting artifacts that look similar to what we've seen earlier this year. Um, I think there's a good chance that Bitcoin could could probably reach for 40k, 45k. I'm not convinced it can go much further than that, but um, you know we get into all that here pretty quickly. Um, I'll try and keep it short today. I, I know that a lot of other stuff is going on, so um, right here we're looking at the Monero price and you know stablecoin as always. I was actually just right now. Oh, one thing: um, make sure that you change your your resolution on YouTube um, to 1080p if you want these charts to be clear. Sometimes YouTube will downgrade you to like 420p, and everything will be totally fuzzy. So. Um, yeah, with that in mind, uh, and if you have any questions for me, um, just shoot them out on YouTube. So um, today, yeah, I, w- I was kind of musing on the fact that early this year, like in January, was the highest U.S. dollar price that Monero has had like all year long, which is, um, you know, it's kind of weird. You would think with all the broad positivity that's happened in crypto sense that, uh, that maybe we could have broken that January high. It- it's funny because it does seem like that's just the pattern that we see. Um, before a big, broad movement, you'll see Monero pump to the upside. Um, and then, and then like a bull market for the rest of the crypto market will happen. And, um, <coughs> excuse me. So you can basically see that happened here. This is the XMR BTC chart. This was our infamous fall pump of 2020. And, um, and then that precipitated our ratio decline, but that was, you know, a pretty large bull market that happened, um, especially for altcoins in, in particular. Um, so, and then again, we had the same thing happen here during the bull market, Monero versus Bitcoin, uh, Monero dominance climbing, Monero price doing relatively good, coming to this peak up here, almost breaking the um, the 1% of Bitcoin's market cap. And then, uh, and then we had this big, broad, positive movement across crypto for basically the entire year. Um, but Monero basically gets all its gains right up front. 
Um, and, you know, we've talked about this before. I don't think that's an accident. I think they treat Monero and gold very similarly, which also raises an eyebrow for me about who's really kind of um, pulling these price strings behind the scenes in the crypto ecosystem. Um, I, I do think there's significant influence. And the fact that they treat Monero similarly to gold, because we'll see this with gold. We'll see where gold will pump early on in the cycle, just as a bull market is maybe about to start, just as like the, the demand destroying event, the crash happens, you'll get a big pump on gold early on that will then fizzle out as the rest of the markets continue to run. And I think that that's done to keep the sort of psychological focus off of gold, off of Monero, um, because they really, you know, the, the, the insiders really make a lot more money on stocks. They make a lot more money on shit coins. Oh, but anyways, so we've got Monero here being our wonderful little stable coin, um, just hanging out. Uh, if the, if the markets continue to be positive, expect this to, to basically continue to the upside. We could try and draw kind of a, a little bit of a trend line there. You might try and kind of call this a rising wedge, but I, I would say that that's, that would be a highly dubious thing to call here at a minimum. We've got this, uh, this support line going on. Um, we saw some interesting things with the divergences happen recently. seems that OKX is like the new player in town. Um, we're not seeing nearly as much, uh, volume on Binance, uh, or at least price divergence volume on Binance, but we are seeing a lot of it on OKX. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I raise an eyebrow at some of this stuff and, and how this happens, but you know, wh whatever, um, we've grown accustomed to it. Uh, one thing sh we should check out here with Monero also is the, um, the big, the big time frame head and shoulders that, um, is actually still in play despite the breakdown. Um, so because this is such a broad structure, we have a lot of latitude with how we can, how we can draw it. So effectively this being the left shoulder, that being the head, and then this can still end up being a right shoulder. Like that's totally possible. This can still end up playing out as a head and shoulders. Now, if things continue down here, they bump up and then we kind of take a dip. That's going to basically invalidate this structure. Essentially getting back to this line that I just drew this bottom yellow line that effectively invalidates um, the head and shoulders structure. Usually these things play out. And as we talked about, like, we really needed to break this area. We needed Monero to bump up to the top side here and basically confirm a break of that line. And that would have been the final confirmation of the head and shoulders. Um, so really for the past few months, we've been talking about the structure and saying that, hey, um, technically this is not yet a head and shoulders, but it has a significant potential to do that. But we need to see that break. Well, unfortunately, as of the past few weeks, that hasn't happened. The pattern is not invalidated, but um, but obviously that's that's the wrong direction, right? We want to see it go the other direction to, to really think that this pattern is in play. Um, so we can also take a look at the broader markets. Let's go ahead and take a look at Bitcoin plus Ethereum market caps. Um, and you'll notice that, again, very long-term uh, timeframes here. We've got the wave magic turned on. The blue lines are the upper standard deviations, really moving standard deviations, just like you have a moving average. You can have a moving standard deviation. If you don't know what it is, ask ChatGPT. It's actually a fairly simple concept. It's just a measure of central tendency. If you have a very volatile data set, your standard deviations are going to be large. And if your data set is really narrow and it doesn't have hardly any volatility, then your standard deviation is going to be low, right? It means that everything is closely centered to the mean, to the average. Um, so these are useful because um, humans are like statistical processing machines, especially in aggregate. So this gives us kind of levels that humans are like the market psychology is looking at. You're, you're kind of looking at a psychology map here. This is one of the reasons why I think that it's very possible that... Um, that we could continue to see Bitcoin run a natural, a very natural target here would be these upper standard deviation levels, which would put things, the measurement tool, if it'll work, 
that'll put us about 25% higher than where we currently are um, for the Bitcoin and Ethereum combined market caps. Um, and where Bitcoin and Ethereum go, so will the rest of the market likely go. Right now, things are kind of hanging out at this um, at this very long uh, uh, trend line right here that we kind of drew from connecting that point and that point. Um, and really, it's kind of like, it's sort of like the most shallow way you could possibly draw the line. It might be considered slightly dubious, but um, it, it might be useful right here. We've kind of bumped above it. If this thing holds getting back into this zone really sets you up to uh, to continue making some gains, but but we really need to get above this big line right here. So that's one way of looking at it, right? Combine Ethereum and Bitcoin at the same time. We can also take a look at solely the Bitcoin chart. And this is where I kind of wanted to um, talk about that artifact that, um, that I mentioned earlier. So what I want you guys to notice is that is let's start by taking a look at this line right here. Um, you know what? We'll, we'll also turn off the wave magic because I'm getting some delay. I always get delay on the charts because these standard deviation lines, there's like 600 lines printed on this chart technically and a filter being run. So again, this is kind of like the target area. I keep saying 45,000-ish because that's kind of like where you would maybe hope to expect to make before um, you know getting some kind of pullback um, and then making some kind of very long consolidation on the months-long time frame before breaking to the upside. Um, <clears throat> there, are, there are things that could sort of invalidate that um, as far as like in the macro sense. <clears throat> so um, in the macro sense, if we continue to see the treasury like taking out a trillion and $2 trillion every few months, that's going to put significant liquidity into the market. That's going to put significant inflation into the market. And that could actually, that could be like sort of an outside macro event that causes price to continue rising in a way that you wouldn't expect the chart to, and that typically things haven't behaved. Typically, after you make it up to these big standard deviations, you need to consolidate. It takes months. Um, but if we get some kind of like, if we see the global net liquidity and the Fed, the US net liquidity rising, and we continue to see the fall, sorry, a little bit all over the place here. If we continue to see, for example, this reverse repo um, falling, that means that, um, so this chart right here, that's about a trillion dollars. That's another trillion dollars that's just sitting there doing nothing, getting a little bit of interest rate, like around 5%. If that thing comes back down to zero, that's a whole other trillion dollars that could be going into risk assets effectively. So um, back to the BTC chart, we're going to clear all of those colorful lines, and we're just going to take a look at this. Okay, so I want to focus right here on this line, this line right here. You'll notice that we broke above that line and then came back down below it. And there's actually a number of different ways that you could draw lines on these charts and say, okay, we broke above, it kept looking like we were breaking above, and uh, and then it fell back down. And right now on the short time frame, on the Bitcoin short time frame, that's kind of what we're seeing. Like it was, this is a very, very clear structure to draw, right? We got this uh, support line right there. We've got kind of this resistance line on the close, the, the four hour close prices. And then you can, uh, you can draw the other line up here as a parallel line um, that tops out at those wicks. And that makes sense to do, right? Just from like a basic pub line charting perspective, this is, this is how you would draw this chart. Like this is abundantly clear. So what we get is like this break right here, a quick fake breakdown, like a little wick to the downside. And then it looks like, oh, we're establishing support. This is awesome. And then crash, crash to the support, and then pump to the upside to look like we're going to break it again, only to crash back down below into the channel. This is just fuckery. Like, I'm sorry, but but it's fuckery. And it's it's got that same kind of like signature. It's got that same kind of artifact where it's like, 
you get these fake breaks, these like hopium breaks above the rising resistance because everyone kind of, they, everyone, even if they don't officially like on the top side of their consciousness, know, they at least intuitively feel like when you break rising resistance to the upside, that's inherently bullish. And that is typically what happens in a bull market. So everyone's looking at these rising resistance lines thinking, yeah, we just broke that to the upside. The bull is back on this. I think is insiders effectively playing with psychology to wreck traders effectively. So again, this is a good reason why it's like you generally want to avoid trading. You want to reallocate assets, um, getting in early, you know, or sorry, late last year and early this year, that was a good opportunity. If you're the hodler kind of persuasion to get in the market and just stay in the market. Um, if you're kind of a mid to long-term trader, which is a little bit closer to my style, um, you know, you're going to take some extra risk on, on some of these areas right here because it's hard to know. It's hard to know. Is this a real break? One of these times it's going to be a real break and that's actually going to happen. But um, is it going to be this time? I don't know. I don't like that we had these fake breaks on the short time frames, but um, that's not necessarily like preclusive in any kind of way to say that uh, to say that this run is over. This could very easily just be consolidation. Those, um, those ETF rumors because uh, those ETF rumors were which I guess they were just rumors because recently a spokesperson for BlackRock came out and were like, no, we're not signing an ETF. That's partially what made that uh, that bump happen, right? Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, maybe maybe there were some events there. I guess I haven't been paying quite enough attention to um, to like the uh, the news cycle the past week. Um, I did. I think I do remember seeing that that someone in BlackRock came out. Yeah, and they were kind of negative on the ETF. Um, so my thinking on this is that yes. A big part of this pump was the ETF um, kind of hype and hopium. It people are think like there were some BlackRock people that said they expect by January 10th it'll be approved, and then some other BlackRock guy comes out and says, "Well, you know, actually maybe not." So you know, this could be a lot. This could be insider like just jacking the markets around. That that very well could be that. I think overall, like in the broader picture, is the ETF going to get approved? Yes. Um, the problem is that the SEC approved the futures ETF. So like. It's weird. Like what they did is they approved an ETF in 2021 based on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange futures market, right? So when in 2017, when they listed Bitcoin on the CME, that was the literal day of the top, December 17th, 2017. Um, and then basically at the literal entire week of the top in 2021, the SEC approved the futures ETF. Um, and that futures ETF price is based on the uh, the CME, not on the actual Bitcoin spot price. So they're trying to get ETFs that are like literally directly spot ownership of Bitcoin, ETFs that buy and sell Bitcoin to maintain the assets correctly. Um, and so it's it's like this massive double standard for them to have approved the futures ETF, but not the spot ETF. They keep denying it. It's weird because it's the same SEC. It's the same Gensler. It's the same freaking Biden administration. So it's like, why did they approve one but not the other? And now the courts are saying like, hey, that's like arbitrary and capricious. And you guys need to you guys need to reevaluate your decision here. Like this was uh, that was and they kind of without saying is without saying as much. They said that was the wrong decision. So eventually it's going to get approved or they're going to have to like rescind the futures ETF. But that's probably not going to happen because why would they? Right. And BlackRock's involved now. So, I mean, it's just like it's on Fidelity. It's on BlackRock. It's on the CME. It's it, there's an ETF in many other countries like it's going to get approved. Will that be by January 10th? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, you're probably right. There probably was a little bit of that that uh, that jacks the market around that kind of like some of that price volatility. That that would make sense. Um, so thanks for thanks for pointing that out. Um Let's see. Take a look at Bitcoin dominance here. It's kind of like in this triangle after this like kind of fake breakout. Bitcoin dominance does this from time to time. Um, we saw that actually with the last bull market that um, let's turn off. It was too slow. So we saw that actually in the last bull market where um, Bitcoin dominance like 
took this massive spike. If you all remember in uh, like November, December of 2020, that was like Bitcoin breaking out in a way that um, didn't really make sense. Uh, and then, uh, and then just came right back down. So, I mean, it does that sometimes it's kind of fake out. I, I personally don't think that despite the claims of um, many Bitcoiners, I don't expect that this chart is ever going to go back up to, uh, to these kind of levels up here in the 60, 70%. That was a special time. And that's just, it's, it's over. That time is over. It's, it's just probably not going to happen, um, especially because the spotlight has to be shared with ETH at this point, And that ETF will also get approved eventually. Um, we'll take a quick look at the macro and then we'll call it a day. So uh, Dixie has broken down from what looked like a bullish flag. So all bets are off on Dixie now. Um, that's, has been correlated with um, reasonably good performance in the NASDAQ. If we go here to NASDAQ, um, effectively, NASDAQ is now back at its all at not all time. Sorry, excuse me. NASDAQ is back, back at its local annual highs that it set in June, uh, sorry, July of this year. So that's acting as resistance right now. It would be pretty irresponsible of markets and the Fed and everybody involved um, to see this thing just go to the top side. That spells more inflation. However, um, I'm not so sure if there's much the Fed can do about it. They're backed into a rock and a hard place at this moment. Can they raise rates anymore without like totally tanking the economy and creating like massive dis demand destroying events and like just screwing up like every market out there? I don't know if they can raise rates much more. They probably have a little bit more in the tank, but um, they probably don't have much more. And markets are just frothy and optimistic at this moment. So um, at the moment, you would look at this chart, you would say that this is long-term bullish. Of course, we're looking at the NASDAQ, so that's like, it's basically always long-term bullish. They always print money. But right now, you would say, okay, locally, near term, this might kind of take a moment, maybe get a fake out here. In fact, a fake out to the upside, a wick to the upside to come back down and then like check out some kind of support down here. Um, that would be really bullish and that would be like game on. So if you'll notice those uh, very dubious yellow lines I have drawn take us into next year, we're actually getting pretty close to the end of the year. It might make some sense um, with the markets having gone this far, we might see a muted January effect. We might see a muted um, tax harvesting effect this year. People have gains. They don't want to harvest those gains. Um, that means they'll have to pay taxes this year. And who wants to pay taxes? Never. Nobody. Um, so we probably like the effect that we saw last year where everybody was down, people were realizing their losses and writing them off on taxes. That's probably not in play this year. It's probably not going to happen exactly that way this year. Maybe a little bit. Um, people do have losers, and if people have losers, they'll cut those. So there could be some isolated events of that. But overall, in terms of like the broad market, um, I wouldn't expect that to happen. So just, um, just for those of you out there that might be considering that um, and trying to sort of duplicate what happened last year onto this year, the macro environment wouldn't really support that. Um, yeah, just be aware. Oh, let's see. Let's let's take a quick look at oil. If the chart will come up, there we go. Um, so yeah, we've looked at this chart for a really long time. Um, we've we've been saying for a really long time that we we really like to stay in this channel would be good. To break down from this channel would be better um, because that helps to keep inflation down. And what do we all want? Low inflation and plus mad gains, right? That's what everybody. Wants. So um, oil uh, found its resistance here. We talked a little bit about this, that that's like a good spot to look for resistance. Um, luckily it did find it and it's kind of coming back down. Um, and luckily this time it's not driven by the emptying of the strategic petroleum reserve because they actually uh, already emptied that. So I don't know exactly how they did this. It sounded like OPEC and the, the oil nations were going to try and cut production. Um, but anyhow, oil did make it back down and it's broken down here. So 
um, you know, I would really expect this to just kind of like trail. That's that's good. Like we don't want to see high energy prices. Um, yes, the government fakes the GPI numbers. This is something we know that they do and they keep changing it. Um, shadow stats is a way to really understand better what the what the inflation numbers really are looking like. Um, but in terms of like the broad economy, it's kind of like if you push the lie hard enough and big enough, enough people believe it to sort of make it half true sometimes. So that's that's a little bit of uh, what's going on there. Um, nothing to see here in terms of the yield curve inversion. It's basically just the same thing. Everything's flattened out. Um, you know, this is a long-term signal. I wouldn't expect this to change for the next few months. We might not even look at it too much anymore unless there's, unless something really happens, unless there's, there's something really to talk about. Um, you know, I had a friend, um, the last thing we'll, we'll leave out on here is the single family home prices. I had a friend that's, um, he was trying to sell his house and it was like, he got in like just a couple months too late to take advantage of the spring bounce last year. So he's waiting, trying to get a higher price. And he's asking me like, Hey, should I lower my price or should I, should I wait till next year? And I said, well, obviously I'm not a financial advisor. So what the fuck do I know? I'm just a dude. Um, drawing. Wow. Really? You're not unbelievable. <laughs> I'm your official unofficial Monero, uh, terrorist financial advisor. No, not even that. Anyways, so you'll notice the sawtooth right here. Usually uh, wintertime is not the time that homes are sold. Um, and especially with the rates the way they are, like you're going to have a hard time selling your house. But you're only a few short months um, from when the bump typically happens, which is like February, March, April. That's when prices start going back up. Single family homes start getting fetching a higher price. You start seeing more volume. Um, people hopefully have started to make some adjustments in their finances when it comes to like rates. And so they might be able to actually finance, refinance, do stuff like that. So if you have a home, like, um, I, I don't think we're going to see necessarily a demand destroying event happen in the next few months. So you might just hold out here, um, till early next year, um, to, to, to sell your house. So, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. I think I've rambled on long enough for one day. So cheers. Happy Friday, everybody. All right. Hey guys, can hey. you hear us? Yeah, we could we could hear you finally. Yeah, 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 we All hear right. you. All right, awesome. All right, we had we had to re reboot the entire computer. We uh we got lucky over here. Well, with our no, it wasn't luck. It was skill. What do I say? It had nothing to do with luck. Uh, thank God this guy. This guy had to work it. He saved it. He saved me in many ways already. It was a perfect many. time to run the price report, so we got that done. All right, sweet. So let's uh, you want to do? And sorry, sorry, bud, I didn't hear any of it. I'm sure it was great as usual. Um, do you want to do viewers on stage? We'll bring people up, see if they have questions. And then at some point, if we want, we can run the news if we feel there there's time. But if we go ahead sure. and do stage I'm going to go ahead and run the guest segment just so we show the, the Cakewalt sponsor there. But uh, yeah. it'll be for viewers on stage. Oh, okay. Well, we already the did. The Neurotopia uh... guest segment is sponsored by Cakewalt. Store, send, receive, and exchange of Monero and Bitcoin safely on iOS and Android too. Cake Wallet is open source, and you always control your own keys. All right. Well, our guests were, were all these gentlemen here. We, we already did that one. Um, but yeah, if you go ahead, I guess now you can run viewers on stage. So that was that was our, our guest sponsor, Cake, as usual. This week's guests were here in person on site. But if you want to yep, run... Hopefully uh, we'll have a proper dedicated Cake uh, sponsor segment. But uh, if you guys want to come up, I'm going to post the StreamYard link in the, the chat if anyone wants to come on and talk. And I'll go ahead and uh, run the viewer segment. It's the viewers on yeah, stage segment. It's that time where we invite you, the viewers, up on stage to comment on anything you've heard so far today, ask the guest a question, or maybe talk about one of the news topics. Come on down. All right, we got uh, we got Alrighty. someone in the backstage, Fosu. You anybody? Uh, and Body, you can just mention to me if you'd like to come up. Hello, hello. Hello. Hey there. Yeah, finally, oh, you I made it. It's my first 
Can you hear me? What do we got here? Welcome. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I don't great. know if they hear you. I can hear you. Welcome. Yeah. welcome. Hear you? Yeah. You can. Okay. Perfect. We so, hear you. Finally. Yeah. I'm glad that I I made it uh, into this section. I always watch the show, but never, you know, have let's say the courage to jump in and start uh, talking and putting on some views, but. Today I felt it was an, uh, like a special occasion just for you visiting Argentina. It's my country, and I say uh, th this is awesome. You know, the oh. things that have been made because of the of the, the willpower of these guys from the club and the Monero community. You know, on the background, just supporting all that for me is incredible. Uh, we had a talk with uh, Alessandro. I think it was like a week or two ago about the technical details of Monero and our stuff. And uh, Ernesto as well. Uh, he's running Escuelita BTC. Um, so yeah, now I'm feeling in doubt that I have to visit Ibarreta at some point and just you know be surrounded by the the local community of the uh, shoppers there, the uh, all the owners. And yeah, my question is, how how does it feel? And you you can just go and get your groceries paid by Monero. And it's like yeah, whatever it you feels want. Like a It feels like a dream, right? It feels yeah. it's like you put yourself be like, wow, wait, hold on. This is what we've been fighting for this entire time. Uh, and here it is blossomed. It's like the, it's like the first blossom of it out in the real world. So it's extremely exciting. And the only way we keep it going is if we continue to cultivate it. So I think it's great that you want to come visit. I know Gombat said that as well. The more people that come to the town, the more it's going to grow, the more incentive we're going to have to continue to accept Monero, to spread it around, right? Am I, am I correct? We have, we have a, a low – you weren't listening because you didn't have the headphones. We, we have a – what's your name, sir? What's your name again? Faku. Faku, which I think he's spoken to you in the past. He's local to Argentina, and he said he wants to come visit. He wants to come yeah. visit Iberta. Estamos hablando con Facu, que también que te habló y que contó que quería quería poder visitar Ibarreta. Sí, sí, Facu lo conozco, eh, hablamos con él. Por ahí yo me cuelgo en contestarle porque hablamos por una plataforma que no soy casi de ingresar ahí. Pero sí, 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 es una persona increíble que cuando hablamos me encanta hablar con él y que le esperamos a él, ya que vivimos bastante cerca cuando viene acá a Argentina para los carnavales, que los carnavales acá son uno de los más el más importante de la provincia y uno de los más importantes del país. Y, y se festeja mucho, así que le dije, veniste en febrero, que en febrero me vas a encontrar, enero no lo sé, pero en febrero seguramente sí, y la vamos a pasar bien. Además, él va a sentir el calor, pero por un sueño también. That was a lot. That was a mouthful. Uh, what's, what's kind of the uh, uh, yeah, no, Well, for me. <laughs> yeah, like they, they've been talking for a while, and Alessandro actually invited him to come on February, which is where the carnival is, when the carnival is. So, um, and perhaps they wouldn't find him in, the, in town on January, but on February, uh, he will surely be here. And I'm sure you can arrange something uh, to be able to get some beers or whatever in the carnival with Monero. Perdón. Eh, estoy seguro de que en el carnaval vas a poder hacer alguna, eh, eh, hacer que te acepten monero para tomar birrita, una empanada. Se va a hacer, se va a hacer. Eh, tenía un plan también, pero viste que los matucas son un ritmo brasilero fuerte donde hace presencia. Eh, me, encantaría, me encantaría financiar una batucada con toda la parlamentaria con todos lo, lo, los surdones, los bocos, el ritmo, el ritmo Brasil, el ritmo Sam, eh, con el, la identidad de Monero, con la identidad no revelada. He would actually like to have uh, 
like Anon Drummers doing a batucada. Y hacer que Monero uh, with, se haga sentir arriba de una batucada. And, and make feel, feel the actual thump of... Y subirlo a toda la red y que lo vea todo el mundo. Faku, I don't know if you heard us talking earlier. What do you think of the Copa Monero idea? Where we do I believe that's an excellent idea. I think um, it, it will it will increase the uh, promotion um, of the just to spread the word. And you know, in Argentina, we think in, in sports way most of the time. We try to translate terms to football. Let's say, hey, you know, uh, this is like uh, when uh, that match happened on that year. So we just try to relate on on that sense most of the time. So I believe it's kind of putting putting into the what the locals will feel on um, uh, terms that they will quite follow so for me for me it's, it's great it's a great idea and glad that the uh, club is uh, even uh, growing with thinking on adding other type of sports and thinking about uh, also uh, continue selling the the, the the jerseys so yeah um For me, adoption is a number one priority. I would just Faku, where are you where are you coming from in uh, Argentina? It's going it's going to be in February for my birthday. Yeah, like, where are you located? Are you in Buenos Aires area or, or no? I'm know. living in no, I'm living in Ireland. At the oh, you're in Ireland. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was he was actually one of the supporters that you read on the blog. We're not gonna we're not gonna uh, say who. Him, okay. But, yeah, okay. Okay. Fantastic. Um, I, I forgot the name, man. The, uh, Luciano. Luciano. Luciano, who's uh, also been a very big help since I, since I arrived here. He's the one that that drove us from Formosa all the way to Ibaretta. Uh, I'd say a little more than two hours, but I think we took our time. We had an amazing, amazing conversation the entire time. Would you like to say a few words, introduce yourself, uh, anything anything you want to get out there to the Monero community? Hola, buenas tardes. Primero que nada, eh, quiero agradecer a Douglas por venir a Formosa, animarse a venir a Ibarreta. First of all, I want to thank you, Douglas, for having the courage to come here to Ibarreta. Gracias. Eh, para todos nosotros, para la comunidad de Monero de Ibarreta, era una gran ilusión y que se llegue a cabo que vos estés hoy aquí es, pero grandioso. It was a big dream for me and all of the local Monero in Ibarreta uh, to actually see you come here and actually, actually having you here is awesome. Eh, ahora sí, paso a presentarme. Bueno, soy Luciano Montiel. Eh, soy oriundo de acá, de Ibarreta, tengo 25 años. Me paso a presentar, soy eh, Luciano Montiel, soy de acá. Eh, soy... ¡Ah! Ah, en inglés, hermano. Ah, no, lo que puedo, chicos, ¿saben? Ay, perdón. No, te Glitch, there's a glitch yeah. in the program. I gotta restart. Hold on, hold on, I gotta reboot. <risa> y me perdí que estabas diciendo, así que de vuelta. Dale. Eh, que, bueno, mi nombre es Luciano Montiel, soy oriundo de aquí de Barreta, que tengo 25 años. I'm Luciano, uh, Luciano Montiel, I'm from here from Barreta, I'm 25 years old. Sí, eh, bueno, soy amigo de Cachito y bueno, juntos estamos llevando a cabo todo lo que está haciendo el club. I'm pero... a friend of Cachito, which is Alessandro. Y eh, bueno, más que nada también agradecerle a él que gracias a él está surgiendo todo esto y vamos toda la gente y Barreta va a estar agradecido con él eternamente. And I wanna uh, thank you, Alessandro, for Cachito, for doing this, and I and I want you to know that. Uh, 
all of the town will be thankful for you forever for doing this. All right. Now I think it's maybe a good time to let these two guys pitch what they also see as a, as a next step for, for the stadium. We talked about Alessandro wanting to raise funds for spreading Monero further here in this, in this town and then beyond in other villages in Formosa. But in addition to that, there's things he wants to do just with the stadium here, potentially another fundraiser to continue to improve this. So separate from him going out and continuing to spread Monero on his own, he kind of sees these things as two separate things. And, and, and I agree. Right. So the club is the club. Uh, so the donations that they've received in the past, that's been for the club. That hasn't been for for Alessandro. Uh, he may want to try to do some kind of fundraiser, like we said before, to try to raise money. So he has so he has income so he can spend days dedicated to spreading Monero. But in addition to that, he wants to, I think, raise some additional funds for for uh, Libertad Field. This is separate from Copa Monero, all these things we're talking about. So you want to go ahead and explain what your thinking here is for next steps for Club Libertad? ¿Podrías explicar los próximos pasos para el que tenés para el Club Libertad, que es distinto de la adopción de Monero, que es de la Copa Monero, de todo eso? Ok, dentro de lo que es los trabajos en el club, en lo que es infraestructura, también tiene un porqué y tiene que ver con la comunidad y los jóvenes y la adopción del monero. And regarding the infrastructure of the club, there's uh, there's a reason for that, and it's related to the the young people here and the monero adoption in the town. Cada vez que yo pienso en una en una obra por hacer en esto, eh, asocio las dos cosas a ver qué puedo qué puedo mover aquí para agregar esto aquí y every, juntar. Every time there's a, a construction that has to happen. Uh, I always think what could be uh, what could be gained in both uh, in both areas. En el club eh, detrás de la tribuna de la construcción hay una una base un cimiento hecho y el objetivo es que la la próxima recaudación sea para construir una oficina el salón monero. The behind this uh, this stadium there's a uh, there's the foundations already for a building where we intend to build the, um, like the administrative office for the club. Donde además de hacer administración de libertad y se venda merchandising del club, puede hacer una oficina de como un centro de educación en Monero para aquellos ciudadanos locales. Where we can, uh, aside from selling the club jerseys and other merch and having all the uh, all the accounting and administration of the club being performed there. Um, it can also serve as a hub for the Monero community. Que quieran aprender sobre Monero, que quieran aprender a usar las herramientas básicas y no me encuentran a mí, sino que encuentren a los chicos que tanto vos como Douglas lo, los conocieron. So, um, in order for the, um, for the onboarding to not and the education to not rely on people being able to find him personally, um, then the idea is to have this place where uh, those where lots of kids that actually well onboarded on, on to Monero, which uh, we both met. Actually, we had the um, the burgers. We had them with with one of them. Crear las crear las oportunidades también de aquellos chicos que quieran 
minar con una CPU, vengan a un lugar donde aprendan a hacer eso. So, so all this, uh, so people who are not yet onboarded to the uh, to Monero can come and be educated by by those kids, and also so uh, on people who wants to um, actually learn to how to mine on a CPU can come to this space. Tanto como los chicos que quieren hacer deporte, como los chicos que quieren educarse, encuentren en esa oficina siempre alguien que lo pueda contener y ayudar. So they can always find in the um, in the same way that people go to the club in order uh, to um, to find community in playing a sport, they can also go. Y para que toda esa gente que como ustedes que quiera venir a como Facu que tal vez venga en febrero y quiera venir a visitarlo, bueno no será en febrero todavía, pero venga venga a esa oficina, se sienta como en casa y también pueda comprar merchandising de libertad para llevarlo. And the idea is for foreigners, for visitors like uh, Facu who is about to, to come here. Uh, to be able to go to this place and feel at home and and be able to take merchandising of Club Libertad uh, back home. Creo que estamos ya en en un momento clave, en un momento para mí histórico de anunciar que que el estadio del Club Atlético Libertad pasa a renombrarse el Estadio Monero Libertad. We are at a key point in history where we can propose the, the Club Atlético Libertad Stadium to be renamed to a Monero Libertad Stadium. All right. What would the fundraiser actually entail? Que, um, how much would you be looking for and what exactly would you be looking to do? You're looking to actually build eh, a small building? ¿Cuáles son los detalles de la... Eh, de la obra? De, de la... Um, uh, fundraiser, de la, um, eh, ¿Cuáles son los detalles de la recaudación? O sea, ¿cuánto estarías buscando recaudar y para hacer qué explícitamente? Eh, bueno, lo que el detalle de la recaudación va a ir todo para compras de materiales de construcción, para mano de obra y para finalizar todo lo que es esa obra nada más. El resto eh, es capital humano, el resto todo capital humano, lo que irá después es capital humano. Y ese, la idea es hacerla en cuno, esa recaudación hacerla en cuno. La idea con este fundraising es pagar a los trabajadores para que realmente construyan la construcción y para los materiales de construcción mismos, pero el resto de... Porque él quiere pagar por el trabajo y las suministros con Monero, ¿verdad? Esta idea pagarle al, al contratista eh, y al corralón en Monero. Eh, eso era lo que le quería contar y me había olvidado, es que el, el contratista no, es muy difícil. Pero el corralón sí, eh, hoy se lo había mostrado a, a Douglas. El building contractor won't actually take Monero yet, okay. but the, the supplies can actually be bought with Monero. El proveedor de materiales sí puede aceptar Monero, como hoy se lo expliqué cuando íbamos en camioneta a Douglas, ¿se acordó? Y sí, eso sí se va a lograr. Eh, y el presupuesto va a estar destinado a eso y la idea es hacerla en cuno para darle la transparencia que la gente de la comunidad de Monero quiere, por más que confíen en mí como en la primera recaudación, 
eh, darle la oportunidad a Kuno de, de hacerlo ahí a través del Club Libertad. Ok, the idea is to host this uh, fundraiser on, on Kuno, so they have, even though the community trusts him, trust him to, um, uh, to make that unnecessary and enable so for the Próximamente, seguramente haremos el anuncio y ya con el presupuesto terminado y pasado la cantidad de moneros que se necesitan. Okay, the actual budget uh, for this fundraising uh, uh, is, is coming soon. It's not, uh, we don't have a budget for the construction yet. ¿Está linda la tarde ahora ya, Douglas? The actual what? The actual what? I, mean, I didn't follow your last part. Yeah, the actual uh, budget. The budget? Budget. Like the, the amount of money that will be required oh, okay. for all the for all the parts of the building, uh -huh. uh, that's not... He has to figure that out. Uh, no, that's not finalized yet. Okay, yep, yep. Um, and he asked, uh, like, how are, the, how are you feeling the weather now? Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Are they done playing? Uh, yeah, it, it, the, um, the match is finished okay. and the players are actually waiting for us. Oh, okay. The players are waiting for us. Um, Tux, does anybody else want to jump up and ask a question? Oh, we just got Faku up here still. No, I'm fine. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I just, uh, just continue watching the show. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No worries, man. No worries. No worries. We should put the word out. You know, anybody that wants to, obviously, we're going to see a Kuno fundraiser soon, I, I believe. Uh, for <laughs> What's that? Monero Grass Fund. Oh, the Monero Grass, Grass Fund. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to see the, the fundraiser coming soon. Um, but we talked about a lot of things today, right? We talked about Alessandro trying to spread Monero further, you know, here in Iberata further, and then in other villages. We talked about fixing up the field, building a Monero club. At the, at the soccer stadium. Um, and then we're talking about the Copa Monero. So I guess what, what I'm saying is if people have, I, you know, want to participate in any way, please reach out. Um, you could email us at monerotopia at protonmail.com. That's the best way for me to keep track of things. If you want to send, hit us up there. Or look, why don't you put out your information again so people know how to contact you. Eh, ¿Cómo te puede encontrar la gente si quiere, si quiere hablarte? Por... Eh, voy a dejar eh, abajo, bueno, en la publicación en, en Twitter, en el Club Atlético Libertad, voy a dejar mi por simple, simple X, por Twitter, eh, por Telegram. En Telegram muchos ya me conocen como Club Atlético Libertad. Ok, so... Uh, he's going to actually make a, a post on the on the Club Atletico Libertad Twitter account with uh, with all of his contact info, his his, his simple X, his Telegram, Monero Town, and Monero Town. Nice. Eh, y también ya eh, por el por el posible anuncio del el equipo de básquetbol que ya se anunció, pero vamos a tener más detalles esta semana siguiente. And for the Fantastic. and there you will also be able to find further updates on the um, eh, on the on the basketball team y, and the basketball basketball y un agradecimiento a las primeras marcas que han aceptado ser sponsor de libertad como trocador como que wallet eh, agradecerle a ellos por su confianza con nos, con nosotros con estos jóvenes de Formosa y esperemos que se sumen eh, más, más gente de Monero, más herramientas y los esperamos con los brazos abiertos. And he is very thankful for the both sponsors that had the courage to um, uh, to trust in this little community, uh, both um, 
cake wallet and trocador and he hopes that we can get uh, more uh, more brands on board both for club libertad uh, libertad and for copa monero as well microphone we're trying to fix it so you can actually see the cake wallet banner back there but que siguen que está siempre habilitada la opción birpaita ahí en en la en la cuenta oficial del club que on the club deal the birpay always available y que no se olviden que sigue el monero market activa la publicación de la venta de camisetas envíos a todo el mundo y que vamos a sacar una nueva línea también con trocador y con cake porque me la han pedido the list in monero market is is actually still open and continue to be open where you can get both the current jerseys and the future ones with the trocador and cake wallet sponsorships la también la camiseta libertad será el anuncio de la presentación y también una chomba especial de libertad para los que quieran comprarla and also the color shirt uh, that he mentioned previous uh, of the club. Muchos anuncios. That's a lot of announcements. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I found the uh, I found your guys' platform. <laughs> very Tuxo. nice. Very nice. Tuxo. Oh, sweet. That's hilarious. Tuxo, uh, Douglas se sorprendió cuando vio tu nombre en el mural. Who posted that? Oh, it was Shea Libertad. Oh, fantastic. Um, does anybody else want to jump up? Otherwise, uh, I guess we could run through. Uh, do we have any news? To discuss? We have a little bit, yeah. We have we have just a little bit of news. We I can go over. Yeah, you want to run run the news uh, segment? Just quickly. sure. Let's do it. Yeah. And now for our weekly news segment. All right, let me share my screen again. Hopefully, guys will be able to see it okay from uh, <laughs> your side. Somebody say vamos, uh, vamos, mile. Mile. Yeah, we we haven't even breached that. Topic. Yeah, when's when's that happening? Because they're supposed to be uh like um. Finals in November, right? Tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yes, yes. Wow. In the election. No, no, on Sunday. Ah, yes. On Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. All right. Um, yeah, I guess that's that's the first news topic. What do you guys have to say on the election? What's your prediction? Um, uh, first of all, I want to say that I am I am not a vamos Mille guy, but I respect español. Que preguntó qué está qué qué pensamos que va a pasar en estas elecciones. Yo creo, yo tengo un pensamiento que esta elección está muy dividida, es muy dividida, termina 51 a 49, eh, la, la sociedad está por elegir eh, dos caminos. Yo no quiero dar mucho mi opinión porque no sé qué va a pasar, eh, pero si me voy a, pase lo que pase me voy a sorprender. Um, things that uh, is a very polarizing time, and that we're gonna see something like a forty-nine, fifty-one situation. Wow. Nosotros pase lo que pase, vamos a seguir trabajando y llevando monero. And whatever happens, we're gonna keep uh, helping and working with monero. Uh, but whichever is the output, uh, I'm sure we will be entertained. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess moving on. Yeah, I don't know what else to say on that topic. I mean. My anecdotal being in, you know, Argentina for the last week, just talking to random people in Buenos Aires and whatnot. Unfortunately for me, because I, I, I like Mile. I mean, I don't, I don't live here, right? Uh, but from what I see from the potential impact he might have, just his, 
I think I think you need an ex- some some extremism right now in this country to take care of some some of the problems here with the state. It seems like the state freedom, is freedom freedom extremism. Yeah, they obviously ha- have a big issue here with their fiat, and he seems like the type of man who would who would take the uh, you know make the make the proper moves to to do that. I don't know if the end result will be better or worse, yeah. uh, but I feel like he has he has the guts and the fortitude to take some extreme measures. Like you spoke about essentially getting rid of the peso and moving to the dollar. I'm not sure what you guys think about yeah, that here, I, but I the this- peso itself, just something needs to be done there. I don't hear the other guy mentioning that at all. He's talking about actually implementing a CBDC. But my point is in talking with people though and talking with locals, it doesn't feel like Mile is going to have a chance at winning. I mean, I've just randomly talked to, to different people, but people that I would even think might be, would I would assume would be willing to, to go for him aren't i don't know i don't know what happened okay. here but they seem they seem to be a little, yeah. a little scared first of, of all um we i have this uh, this historical requirement that whenever i see an american promoting a right-wing <laughs> candidate in south america i have to suspect cia involvement okay uh, other than that um I, oh, you mean like because he was promoted to like people like me like uh, no because the uh, like the the, um, the intelligence community in the U.S. has has conspired historically to have um, to have local governments uh, push extractivistic extractivistic and um, like not not at all nationalistic uh, uh, policies that like policies that actually undermine the country's sovereignty. Um, uh, that that was a reality in the 70s and in the 80s, um, which was like the darkest time in our history. But um, yeah, regarding the current like the current situation and the current political climate, I would very much like uh, to vote for someone who wants to um, take measures for in favor of uh, preserving cash, which Mele has proposed uh, for and uh, to actually uh, take some drastic measures to get rid of the inflationary currency. I don't think going through the, to the dollar is, a, is the best idea because while still we are a, a, a somewhat dollarized society, the minute you, have, you get rid of the peso, then the power to bail out banks is not in the Argentine government itself. It's something that the American government would have to do, mm-hmm. and they are not ever going to do that if they if it doesn't help them. Yeah. yeah. So I think uh, perhaps a reform on the constitution to actually uh, limit greatly the capabilities of the um, of the central bank would be in order. But even if uh, even if Millet proposed all of that, I am not I am not willing to vote for a. Um, like for a political um, a party that has a, such a weak, uh, like that is so okay with the last, with this society's last genocide and that wants to, like believes that the state terrorism in the 70s and 80s was somewhat of a war of a, of a reasonable response to the guerrilla terrorism. terrorism. Uh, that's something that we that we actually got rid of for the last forty years, and I don't want to uh, I don't want to do my part to bring that back. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I don't I don't know the local politics and history well enough to to talk about those things. Um, 
Yeah, Tux, I guess if you want to move on, go ahead with the news. Uh, we, could, we could talk about this. We could talk about this topic all day, and people here have been. But uh, bottom line is we'll know by end of Sunday, Monday, what the result is. Yeah, and it's going to be a mess. It's it's gonna gonna be yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. Um, right. Hoping, hoping yeah, things go off again. I'm late. It's, yeah. It's going to be. So first article we have here um, is just some research. Uh, and I mean, just statements really talking about how a lot of coins and tokens, they have a price, but they don't really have much of a value and uh, showing how Monero's price really comes from its value. Whereas a lot of other coins, a lot of other tokens, their price just comes from speculation. So Monero inherently has more value because it gets that value from its use. And people who have Monero tend to actually use it versus Bitcoin, where people are usually just holding Bitcoin. I mean, you can't even really use Bitcoin on chain right now because of the fees, right? Even for like an American, it's the fees are insane. But I'm sure for anyone else who's in like a second or third world country, it's like it's completely inaccessible. And of course, people try to talk about things like lightning, but it's it's still not it's not the same. It's not as good. So uh, that there's some interesting stuff being talked about here. Next, we have a post on Reddit from Vic talking about how Monero.com wallet installs have been increasing, actually. Monero.com wallet went up 30%, whereas Cake Wallet went up 10%. And overall, they have never had a down month since the launch in 2018, which is really impressive. So Cake Wallet has just been continuing to grow in terms of downloads every single month and usage. And uh, furthermore, Monero accounts for over 80% of the network bandwidth we host for our servers. And I can attest to this personally, since I've seen a lot of the VPSs behind the scenes, that Monero nodes use a ton of bandwidth. Uh, Cake Wallet runs some of the largest Monero nodes, and we have we have a dedicated uh, node balancer to handle uh, where people's connections should go, since we have so many different nodes running behind the scenes for different regions. But uh, Monero is by far the largest use for Cake Wallet and Monero. Of course, Monero.com Wallet. Right. And next, we have a list from this person, Monero Master, a interesting Monero reading list that's got a bunch of books that Monero people would probably be interested in, talking about anti-tech revolution, uh, you know, technocracy, cypherpunk, surveillance stuff, a lot of interesting books. And then next, I think you sent this one, Doug. This one's pretty interesting. Uh, Monero on the page of Economic Times in India. There yeah, is is... That... yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, is that real? I just, saw, I just saw it being tweeted. I don't know how accurate. Is that like a real thing? He says he thinks so. All right. <laughs> I guess we don't really know um, if it is real. It could be, it could potentially be fake, but it does it look, like look somebody interesting. Somebody paid for an ad, I guess, right? On the cover, essentially on the cover or the back cover. Yeah, like on the other side, uh, like you flip it open and this is on the back. So that is that is pretty interesting. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's real, to be honest, because that's a really good way to be able to donate to someone who wrote like a good article on a newspaper, especially in like a more oppressive country. Yeah, that's this was in India, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Economic Times of India newspaper magazine. Vic, was that you, Vic? Don't tell us if it was you. We, 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 we somebody else. Um, I mean, India is it's certainly ripe, right? Like we talk about, we've talked about that on the show. We mentioned that once or twice. That's a place that needs that we need to focus on with growing Monero as well. But if this is real, very exciting news. Really awesome. Know, see, see it, there is a somebody paid. I'm just explaining to the guys here. Somebody paid to put a Monero ad, basically uh, getmonero.com, an advertisement for Monero, on I assume one of the leading newspapers in India. 
on the front. Oh, front really? Cover. Right. I assume that's a. I don't know. Is that that's what a, a, um, It shows up like really, really small in our. What does it say like in handwriting? Oh, uh, it says. Oh, this it says XMR only. But this says oh, Monero okay. transactions respect your privacy. Can you say that about the Indian rupee or U.S. dollar? Okay. Um... It's telling people to go to Monero, and then it has a QR code where they can donate Monero to support <laughs> the ad itself. Okay. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Which might just be a fake thing, and somebody's putting it up there to try to get Monero donations. So I don't know. It could be. So I I don't know if I would necessarily donate to this. <clears throat> Excuse me, because it very well, like Doug said, it could just be someone like doing some stupid thing to try and get free yeah, donations, yeah. which would be pretty scummy. Yeah, but if it is real, it's really cool to see. If it's real, somebody's out there knows it's real. Do you know? Post a video of you holding the paper up, reading it, showing it to us. Yeah, it let's 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 figure part. out if this is real. I'm yeah. sure if this is real, we'll probably see another one of these in another newspaper at some point. Should be able to... But right. uh, next, uh, I think this one also from you, Doug. Coin Center has published a new report that ought to turn some heads. It's time to have the conversation. Is the Bank Secrecy Act unconstitutional? Beyond the speech and privacy issues, the BSA is a sweeping delegation of lawmaking power. And there's a related blog post. It's talking about the Bank Secrecy Act um, for the U.S., and I don't, I don't know too much about it. I, I just yeah, I, like... I, I haven't read the report, but you know, we've in shows past on Monero Talk and whatever we've spoken about the Bank Secrecy Act. It's, it's essentially what what mandates or uh, governments, what mandates what mandates exchanges to do proper KYC AML, what mandates banks to do that. Uh, and it's it's really a clear violation of the, of the Fourth Amendment, right? It gives, essentially, it says when you hold your money in an institution like a bank, it's not really your money, and the bank uh, has to report has to report uh, on demand whatever the government is asking for in terms of report. They want to know what you're doing with your money, right? And it's the Bank Secrecy Act that essentially allow allows allows the government force these institutions to report this information and the question is is the bank secrecy act even constitutional like right should should k is k mandating kyc know your customer anti-money laundering rules are they are they actually uh, are, are they constitutional um because what they're effectively doing is they're requiring banks to report information on what money people have and how people use that money. And they legally get around it by basically saying, when you keep your money at these institutions, it's not really yours. And so they're not, they're not violating the fourth amendment because of that. And it's, it's this whole workaround thing. It's how the bank secrecy act exists. And I guess um, they're shining a light on in here, coin center, and is running it up the flagpole and questioning its constitutionality. That's great. That is interesting to see that um, someone like Coin Center is uh, bringing this to the forefront. Yeah, they've, they've mentioned it before. I haven't taken a good look at what exactly this report is, but I assume that's that's what they're getting into. And next, of course, there were there. Body and I uh, mentioned this earlier, but there were a bunch of rumors going around on Twitter about uh, ETF, ETF, and that was making all the uh, the maxis go wild and you know, potentially driving some price movement. And then earlier this week, BlackRock spokesperson came out and was like, no, we have not filed a spot XRP ETF. And, you know, XRP people, of course, are are sad. Uh, there may be a Bitcoin ETF at some point, but uh, XRP, nope. 
that was that was basically. And the last one, there was a there was a few um, typical CBDC various new stuff, which I'll just skip for now since we don't have as much time. But uh, there's a funding request for MoneroCon for next year. Uh, if you want to help donate for the next MoneroCon, then you can do it on their website. Awesome. Thank you for bringing that up because they had reached out to us. Uh, I appreciate you bringing that up, actually, because we would have forgotten to do it otherwise. Yeah, guys, uh, you know, they're, I guess that they're already raising money for the for the next one. Um, it was fantastic. I was there in Prague this year. I'm sure it'll be even bigger and better next year. So definitely support Fort Monero. Can make it happen. Andres, what's going Andres. on? I have to go in just a little bit, by the way. Doug. But okay. if you all want to uh, talk, you still can. All right. Well, yeah, we'll try to go a little bit more. I definitely want Andres to, to take the stage you, here. Uh, now the camera is just to protect my privacy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I just wanted to point out, I, I, I know that I was enjoying the Argentinian episode. I mean, it's the, the Argentinian season of yeah, well, uh, Vanilla Yes. It's the Argentinian here. special edition. Is the Argentinian. Yeah, it's like now focused on... Okay. I think yeah. it's focused, it's focused on, on my thing. nail. It doesn't matter. Uh, but... What I wanted to say is that actually looks like a little person. Every Latina is big the world. What is going on? <laughs> step up, step up your game, Mexico, or you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose Monerotopia. Looks like this is true. Um, Andres, you, I think you, you thought it was a little, maybe crazy isn't the right word, but you were a little surprised that I actually came and visited Formosa, right? You were a little. I was, <laughs> I was a, a little worried of your lack of preparation. <laughs> <laughs> of buying tickets in advance yeah that's the way i was really worried it's like you're you were so like relaxed like yeah for sure i'm going to formosa in two days like, do you know that there are only like two flights per day and you have only a wind a 48 hour window to go it's like yeah it will be fine uh, you know what i was wrong you were right it's all fine and you're live from ibarreta which is awesome i think yeah, your mic uh, just uh, came alive a little bit there andreas Again, what the fuck? The same thing that yeah, at least your camera looks great now. And now yeah. is it a bit better? Uh, it's it's just like really loud. Uh, and, oh, that's good. And, that's good. I don't know what happens. I don't know. Just yeah, I wanted to congratulate I uh, congratulate everybody, Alessandro, yes, everybody at Ibarreta. And hmm? you have you have uh, you have some competition with the uh, with the asado, obviously. Yeah. Your your asado was was the most amazing I had ever had. But then I had the asado here. Uh, primary difference being they sacrificed a lamb. Oh, no, it was a goat. It was a goat that is. They killed the goat on site. I mean, on site the day before yeah. they roasted up, which is it's hard to compete with that. It is hard to compete with that. They it was amazing. Both they just they just ask you which one do you want and <laughs> and then the, it was uh, yeah a very memorable experience. Really wait 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 wait! But a goat you have like goat asado? Yeah, it was goat, right? Ah, cabrito. No, ya sé, ya sé. Pero wait 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 wait. I know that, I know yeah it's a lamb. I know that I know that lamb. La palabra palabra de Douglas. Es mejor que el de Andrés, me dijo. Penny en español. Y en español. No te subestimó, pero... No, no, de programa. We had to improvise here. You don't have the full story. But yes, I'm sure that it is. Actually, if you want to make a Monero Cup, it could be a Monero Asado Cup, now that we are talking about it. Sort of like an Asado. Yes. 
with like an That's asado competition alongside the, the football competition? Is yes, of wow. course. Wow. That. Yeah, that, I mean, wow. of course, of course, that you, you're pretty, pretty well aware that actually calling it a competition is just an excuse to be able to eat more, more meat because it's absolutely subjective, right? So it's like, oh, I have to try this one. I have to try this one. I have to try this one. And everybody's happy. Yes. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll close it out here, right? We've been here all day. I think the are the guys still waiting for us, or they might have left. They're waiting. All right, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go give them some Monero. Uh, Andres, Heck thank yeah. you so much for coming on, man. And Andres, thank you for everything well, you've done in Buenos Aires. It was amazing hanging out with you all week long. Fantastic. Um, adios. Adios, man. We'll be in touch. Adios. Yeah, thank you. Everybody. Cachito. Uh, <laughs> Next show, we'll probably be back to normal days, Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it here unless you guys want to say any, any final words. Any final words? Algo más para eh, no, muchísimas gracias a todos por venir. Esto fue una experiencia hermosa, tanto para él como para ellos, como para mí. Eh, será histórico. Con el pasar de los tiempos nos vamos a acordar de este programa seguramente, con todo lo realizado. Y esperemos encontrándonos en el, encontrarlos en el Finay Forum. Oh, the Philly oh, Forum. Yeah. Uh, he's really thankful for all the for the community and he helps to see you all in the Finney Forum. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we'll wow. Yeah. To, awesome. Yeah. Try to help make that happen. All right, guys. We'll leave it at that. Tux, if you want to run the um, the exit. Yeah, true. Yep. Good to meet all you guys. Everyone, have a great week. Adios. Thank you Bye, for everyone. joining us on this week's Neratopia episode. We stream live shows every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. You can find and subscribe to our show on YouTube and Odyssey or listen to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or join us in the Monerotopia Telegram group. See you all next week.